Welcome back to another episode of BD Radio, and today we are talking about diets, and in our experience, I guess, you know, in the experience of our clients and what they've told us, why they fail, on the whole, as Danielle just leaves to grab me or a protein bar. I don't know if you can hear us saying bar, bar, but we've got a 20-month, a 20-month-old who is obsessed with protein bars. I don't know whether to be impressed or worried. <laughs> Come back, Dan, when you get started. All right. Welcome, Dan. Back Thank to your you. podcast chair in the podcast studio. Hopefully that keeps her quiet for a little while while we break this down. So, diets failing. Just before we get started, I just wanted to hit, hit you guys with a couple of stats about diets. I've, for the first time ever, I've done a little bit of research before this podcast. Watch so, out. And this is based this is based on Americans because I couldn't find any data on Australians. But as we know, there's a large crossover between the two cultures, obviously, much to the chagrin of many Australians. <laughs> but so the average lady in her lifetime will try a diet 120 times. Wow. We'll begin a new diet 120 times. Maybe the same diet twice, but like we'll yeah, begin. Yeah a new diet 120 times. Um, that breaks down to an average of five times per year they'll start a new diet, which is crazy. Basically, a diet every two and a half months, even less, two months, two and a quarter months, two, two and a quarter months. Let's not get caught up in the detail, Ben. Let's not get caught up in my fourth grade maths. But basically, every 10 weeks, a new diet. Just on top of that, so... 99% of Australians don't eat enough vegetables. 75% of Americans say that they eat healthily, despite the <laughs> um, despite the evidence against. I was about to say that's very contradictory, but anyway. But in our experience, though, like I'd agree with that. Let's be like, oh, I eat well. It's all like a, it's like an automatic answer without People, actually yeah. thinking about People it. People sure. say it to me all the time. Yeah, for sure. 50% of Americans are on a diet at any one time. So one in two, if you ask them, are you on a diet, they will say yes, or like an eating plan or anything like that. And that is my diet stat. So like the dieting industry is just billions of dollars like, and it's saturated with misinformation and I guess it's like it's such an emotional field that it can be really hard to navigate. So my question to you, Danielle, what diets have you tried before and what sort of results have you achieved on those? Me personally, I have tried the paleo diet. I did that very successfully for a long period of time. Um, and just on that though, before yep. you go, what does successfully mean? I could, say I could maintain it. I found it to be quite maintainable. Sustainable is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and it was very different for me having grown up on a Mediterranean diet. How long did you do it for? Uh, about two years. And what would you say were the pros? Um, I was very like, I had a lot of energy. Um, so I pretty much had no grains, no dairy. Oh yeah, like, that was going to be was, my next question. Yeah. What is the paleo diet? Yeah. So no dairy, no grains, no legumes. Um, so it's basically just whole foods, yep. whole heap of fruit and veg, lean proteins and yep. quality fats. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but I did 
probably miss probably a little bit more of the social aspect. So like with my family, especially like, you know what it's like when we go to my cousins, like it's a feast. It's a bloody fun time is what it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, I probably did miss out on like, felt like I missed out a little bit there, but still I felt like I could maintain it like, you know, when I'd go, I would just be selective about what I ate and everyone um, knew what I was doing, which is probably the biggest thing I'd say when it does come to your diet and what you choose to do. Just making people around you aware of what you're trying to do makes the world of difference. Like if someone knows you're not going to eat something, they won't be insulted. Or they will and they're really annoying about it. But yeah, I know what you mean though. Most considerate people, you know, like, oh, okay, cool, that's just what you're doing. Whereas other Most people, people yeah, that love and care about you want to support you in whatever decision you want to make. Yep. Um, so, yeah, just making people are aware, I think, was a big factor that a lot of people struggle to do. Yep. Like a lot of people I've spoken to, um, they struggle because of either their partners, their families, like because there isn't that support within their household. Yeah. Or they're trying to go it alone and they haven't told them. So people are unaware that unaware, they're not yeah. you know, trying to drink as much or anything like that. Yeah. So would you say that the paleo diet was a success? Yes. Um, well, what other diets have you tried before? Uh, we did keto for a while. Oh, God, that <laughs> we did. sucked. So Ben and I decided to do that a few years ago. Um, yeah, ages ago now. And like 2016 that, maybe? Yeah, I think so. That feels like forever. It was before we opened the gym. Yeah, it was for yeah. sure. Um. And we did that as some research. So obviously... Yeah, we just wanted to try it. Yeah, given what we do, it's good to kind of have your own personal experience so you can relate. And not just be quoting articles or what we've read. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I would say that was unsuccessful. Oh, God, we hated it. Um, I didn't enjoy it. I did feel very full. All the time, but like too full, like sluggish. Yeah, sluggish. Yeah, that's a good... So just so much fat. Oh, God. Just a lot, a lot of fat. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I feel like I kind of missed out on a lot of things I enjoy when we did that. Yeah, like um, pizza and pasta. <laughs> Not like yum stuff. Um, like, yeah, keto was tough. I didn't like it either. And yeah. like, I would have, I thought going into it, I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Like, you know, just bacon and eggs and like, you know, all food I like, but... God, when you have it all the time, you're like, like you just, you not lose enough, the taste yeah, for it. Not, not enough, enough variety. Not enough fruit and veg for me personally. Yeah. Like I find that's the stuff that makes me feel really good. Even I miss the fruit and veg and I'm not massive on that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mia. Yeah. Um, what else we done? Oh, I did fasting for a while. Yeah, you did fasting. It was all right. Like I guess people like fasting because it's fairly convenient. Like it's pretty convenient not to eat breakfast. Or people know what to do. It's easy. Yeah, it is. It's easy to implement. Like, it's like, cool, I'll just not eat until 12. Yeah. Like, easy. But, I mean, it's a pretty fancy pants way of just eating less. Like, there's no <laughs> real benefit to it apart from that. Like, when people start to quote, you know, like, cell autophagy, like, oh, you know, it kills all the old cells and keeps you strong and keeps you switched on. Like, that, that stuff only really happens, like, after a really extended fast, not like a... I went to bed at eight o'clock and next time I ate was lunchtime. Like it's yeah. not long enough. Yeah, yeah. So, There's a lot of research if you do want to look yeah, up yeah, fasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fasting is quite there interesting. Are, yeah, I was about to say, there are, I've yeah. read a lot of benefits, mainly for men. Yeah. Um, women, we're just so much more sensitive. Volatile. Yeah. Like our hormones play a big role. So yeah. it's, it's not, 
I definitely wouldn't promote it to. Yeah, it's probably any more important women. for ladies to be consistent. Yeah. Consistent intake across the day, just to help your body feel safe. Um, but yeah, like fasting is probably the one that I would be keen to do again for whatever the like reason was, as opposed to keto or like hardcore paleo, just because of the flexibility it does offer in regards to food choices. Like it's more a protocol rather than a don't eat this, eat this. Mm, I love eating way too much. You can do yeah, that yeah, one yeah. alone. But yeah, I'd, I'd be happy enough just to skip <laughs> breakfast a, f- a few days. Yeah, like, I was going to say, that easy. doesn't bother you at all. No, it doesn't. Especially if I wasn't as active as I am in our job. Like if I went to a desk, like, yeah, cool. I don't need to eat breakfast. Um, diets. Yeah, so those are basically, the, those are our more recent diets we've tried. I haven't really done any diets apart from that. Nah. No. I've done the unhealthy diet. <laughs> that, that was even good. me is laughing at that. Laughing at that one. Back in my late teenage, early twenties years, had myself a good time before I realised that that wasn't going to serve me very well. Um, but basically, I guess you know the whole point of this podcast at the moment is not it's not necessarily about us, but we just want to give you a little bit of a like context on the stuff that we've tried and what we've found that's worked and hasn't worked, and I guess like what leads people to make these decisions that like will really greatly impact their future um and i guess what we wanted to do was break down like what people normally do when they start a diet yes thank you i'm just giving me some water for those at home okay thank you um what people normally do when they're starting a diet and like what they should do so what do you see i guess you know at, let's say it's january 1 yeah. All right, it's it's New Year's, like, and that's probably the most common time for people to really hit some yearly goals. Which like yearly goals are good, but not if applied incorrectly. No. So, what? what do you see are the biggest mistakes when people are starting a new diet? Um, that they think of it as short term. So it's Ooh, like. Wow. A lot of people just say, oh, like after Christmas, I'm going to, you know, for January, I'm going to, or dry, dry July. July. Yeah, something like that. It's very targeted, short period of time. Whereas if they could actually just reduce what they were doing. So Over if, for months. example, if they're trying to reduce their alcohol intake, yep. if they could just do that gradually over a 12-month period, the benefit they would get from that would be so much bigger than having a month of absolutely no alcohol and then having excessive alcohol the other 11 months. Long-term consistency trumps short-term intensity always. Always. I read that on Instagram. Oh, my God, it's my favorite. Oh, it's so true, though. Mm. Um, I think that one of the biggest mistakes, like before people even start, is it's an emotionally charged decision. It's not an. It's not a considered decision. So we lead stressful lives. Like any one of our clients, like any, you know, any adult in the Western world, especially this year, is under a considerable amount of stress. Trying to change your life is added stress. So like if you're already at a 10 out of 10, add in another, you know, like changing your diet and your lifestyle is big. It's hard to do. So... If you're trying to then do that on top of already stress, like it's too much and something has to give. So making a considered decision around 
am I ready to make changes? Is this timing good for me? Like, do I have the support I need? Like, you know, am I getting a coach? Am I doing it by myself? Like all of these things play a big role like before people start. Whereas I think people, lots of people will see something on social media in particular or a picture of themselves or or they'll weigh themselves and be like, oh my God, I need to start right now. And then they're just like, okay, I've started a diet. So yeah, not only that, I need to start right now, and they go from zero to a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's like they try and do too much too soon. It's all emotional. It's um rather than okay. Now, if I would you know expand that, as you said before, it's like let's think long term. Let's think twelve months. Yeah. So what do I need to do over these over this next four weeks? Okay, rather than skipping breakfast, I'm going to try and have a yogurt. You know, just like just something. Just start somewhere rather than starting everywhere. Yeah, people just want that instant gratification. Like, yeah. I've just had someone finish up today from our 12-week nutrition program and I was all a bit emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing that they said to me was that they found it so achievable because it was broken down so simply, like, just focusing on one little thing per week or sometimes two, depending on where, where they were at, um, that it wasn't overwhelming. Mm. And then they just consistently built on that week after week after week and had amazing results at the end. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's slow, consistent progression. Like, same as anything. You don't come into the gym and expect to be an Olympian. Like, you have to, you know, learn the skills, learn the technique. Like, take your time, slowly build on it. It's exactly the same with nutrition as it is with lifestyle change. You know, like, if you're sleeping four hours a night, you don't instantly go to eight or nine. You'll just be lying there awake. Like, you go, okay, five, and then slowly build it up. So, yeah, I think the... I mean, the number one reason that diets fail is people are overly aggressive at the start. And it's just, you know, I, I mean, the funny part is like everyone result, uh, wants results quickly, but the fastest way to get results is to actually go slowly and do it once rather than spin yourself around and around and around over years before finally taking the slow approach and getting it done. What does surprise me time after time again is what people are willing to do short term but what they're not willing to do long-term. Yeah, but that probably speaks to the decisions that they're making. Like they're willing to quit alcohol for a month, but not willing to cut down to two nights a week for 12 months. So it's like, all right, I'll just try really hard and then I'll go back to doing what I was doing and it sort of defeats the point. Yeah, there is no change there. Mm. Yeah, well, not long-term anyway. Like you'll see some short-term, you know, benefits obviously but like i was listening to a podcast the other day and um this guy said that you know it was about americans he goes americans don't have a weight loss problem they have a keeping it off problem like you know anyone can follow a meal plan for six weeks or like a super targeted you know like fasting protocol where they only eat one meal a day like you can do that for a short period of time but if you don't have that education on how to maintain it or how to or how to keep it off or you know like how to kind of cycle out of that protocol and you know rebuild your metabolism then it's going to be really really hard and you'll just end up going around 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 
and that's um probably leads us to the other reason that diets tend to fail and i think a lot of people make a decision to start a new diet without considering like how much effort they're prepared to give it so that when it fails it's almost like they're expecting it so you know they're defeated before they begin like oh this is just going to be like that other time or you know and not quite prepared to really buy in and at the risk of making themselves vulnerable you know which is hard like no one really wants to be vulnerable like you know it's a bit scary um and then it's okay well i can be let down but you know i've been let down before and you know this is just going to be like those other times yeah one thing i think that is really important is that you do a certain amount of self-assessment um saying like what am i actually willing to give up Mm. what am i willing to change because that should be dependent on the approach you take and before that like do i actually want to change because if you don't that's fine we like, have this it, conversation. It, it's your yeah, we have this conversation all the time. Yeah. Like, do people actually want to lose weight, or do they think that that's what they should do they because should they do. are overweight? Yeah. Yeah. Like society says, oh, I should be on a diet because I'm overweight, but I don't want to be. Yeah. Then don't. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's 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 your choice. Like, you know, there's obvious benefits to losing weight. Clearly, like just being at a you know little less risk of a bunch of diseases but no one can you know no one can Mommy, make that decision for you yeah exactly if, if you're not in it and you don't want to do that then now's probably not the time for you to do that yeah yeah and that comes back all the way to i guess you know that um intrinsic motivation versus extrinsic you know mm. Intrinsic is when the motivation comes from you and no one else. And extrinsic is when we're relying on external factors to fire us up, you know, and that can be, and that can be powerful at the start, but it doesn't tend to sustain people for very long because after a while, you know, after two or three weeks or even two or three days, like it gets hard, you know, then it's like, all right, now I'm in the, now I'm in the trenches and you know, I need to get through this initial hump because that starts always the hardest. You know, and one of the things that we really hope to hear from our nutrition program, um, guys who have completed it, is that it's automatic. Oh, it's the things I do now without even thinking of it. Yeah. Oh, that has been an absolute blessing, like yeah. hearing that at the end of well we've had a i've had a couple of people finish up this week yeah um and that has just been so nice to hear that like yeah that their new norm is sustainable yeah yeah and it's positive and they feel like just good about it like oh this is going to be easy i know what to do and that leads me to probably the biggest point is why um where the diets fail is a lack of investment not financially but like time-wise in the education around what works and what doesn't so our industry is obsessed with methods you know so like how to do this but what the this actually is is a calorie deficit so an energy deficit is what is absolutely required to lose weight but the way we achieve it is you know it, it can be paleo oh. keto fasting thank you vegan vegetarian it, it could be remaining on the exact Atkins diet same diet you're on 
but just eating less. It could be remaining on the exact same, you know, like not even changing nutrition from week one to week two, but exercising more. So, you know, like changing your output rather than just changing your input. Input. And it completely varies from person to person. So someone who is completely sedentary, does no exercise, don't even worry about your diet. Just go for a walk every day. That's how you change your output. And then once you're in the habit of being active or going to the gym or maybe you've got a PT or anything like that, then you can start to look at what goes in. But, you know, we've had a bunch of new people sign up at the gym and it's really, you know, it's obviously a really common goal that we get is weight loss. So, you know, for people who haven't trained before, which is a lot of our new clients, it's don't even worry about your food yet. I just want you to come three times a week. Just focus on that. Like subconsciously, they'll start to change their food anyway, just because they're a little bit more health conscious or they read our Instagram posts or blogs or this and that, or maybe they've had a look at some healthy recipes without even trying, they're starting to shape their lifestyle around that, you know, healthier practices and behaviors so yeah i was about to say my biggest um advice to anyone when deciding to change or um start a diet would be find what works for you like just because a diet has worked for a friend on instagram or whatever if they are doing something that you cannot imagine doing so if they are fasting and you can't imagine skipping a meal that's not for you just on that as well like the mental toll of coming up short like if you try a diet that had from the outset objectively it had zero chance of success like if you told me ben you're going vegetarian for a month i'd be like oh my god like but but if i (laughs) if i wasn't able to do that then in my mind, that would be like, oh, another diet I failed at. Without any context as to why or how, it's just in my head now, I'm really bad at a diet. So it's like we lose that you know, context and clarity around what worked and what, you know, what didn't work. And all we remember is that, oh, another diet I failed at. So it's just it's so important to you know, just be clear and like, have as much information as possible at your disposal to make you know the correct decision for you at that time for you for you for you for you education is power mia agree Mm. Mm. (laughs) good um anything else and i'm trying to think of any other reasons why diets fail i'm sure a few people at home are like what about this but i guess the takeaway is Take more than 30 seconds to establish why you are starting the diet. Take even longer than that to establish like how far you're willing to go. Like Write it down. Like, yeah, yeah, write what it down. am I willing to do? Or chat to someone who's, you know, knowledgeable in that space or has, you know, tried it before and succeeded or not, or not succeeded. Like whether you're a good or bad example, you're still an example. You know, so we can always learn something from anyone. But I guess just take the time to figure out what, you know, what's possible. And then that'll help give you clarity on what you can do as well. Like if you decide that you're really busy, but you have to do something, then you're probably not expecting to get really fast results, which mentally is easier. Whereas if, you know, if you expect to get really fast results, but you can't, 
assign that much of your daily energy to it, then you're probably being a little bit unrealistic. Hmm. And be honest with yourself. Which is going to hurt your motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be honest with yourself too. Like people often try and convince themselves um, that either they are successful in something that they're asking helpful or um, that they think they can do something without assistance. Like just be honest. Like can I do this? Yes mm. or no? Yeah. Like do I want to do this? Yes or no? Yeah. Like approach it like really logically. Like a new job. Yeah. You don't just launch into a new job because you're tired of your old one. You know, you do the interview and you assess it and you chat to your partner. Like, is this going to work? You know, like it's it's a it's a big decision to do. And once you lay all that out, like I guarantee, if you are more considered in your approach to a diet and more calculated, you will be so much more successful, so much more successful rather than just. Come Monday, that's it. Iceberg lettuce and ice blocks, you know, like let's get shredded. Like it's just not going to work. So that would be our take-home message, wouldn't it? Just be more considered and calculated. Yeah, just, yeah, think about it a bit more. And take your time. Exactly, there's yeah. no rush. It will happen, but I guess there are more like emotional dangers than actual physical dangers. Like it's more about your mindset around it than it is actually like the reality of what you're trying to do. Beautiful. That was our episode for today. Um, if you've got any questions about diets or anything like that, we are here to help and we'd love to help. So just shoot us a message or an email. We don't really get emails, do we? From Black Friday often. marketers. Yeah. <laughs> Cyber Monday sales. So anyway, we'll speak to you guys next week. Have a good week. Bye.